The defense commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh, Tracy, what I tell you about playing the organ while I'm trying to record a commercial? Dang, my bad. Get off my nuts. Hey, Hillbilly Horror Stories fans, I'm Annie Weaves. And I'm Brendan Shea. We are paranormal investigators and hosts of Serial Spirits Podcast. We're excited to be a part of the Hillbilly Horror Story 6th anniversary live show at the Old Hospital on College Hill. We have had the privilege to investigate there, and wow, is this place active. Hey guys, it's Jerry. And Tracy. We are so excited to have Annie and Brendan with us on Saturday, August 20th at the Old Hospital on College Hill in Williamson, West Virginia. You will hear both shows do a live version of our podcast, and then everyone will get a tour of the hospital. Get your tickets today at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. And don't procrastinate, because seating is limited. Hey guys, Annie here. We're rounding out the final weeks of summer now. The last days of bonfires, campouts, late nights with friends. So what says end of summer celebration better than a summer camp? And what says summer camp better than a creepy story? Serial Spirits is inviting our listeners to Serial Spirits Summer Camp. We want everyone to send us their spookiest stories, ghosts in haunted houses, creepy cryptid encounters, UFOs and aliens, even your most terrifying true crime tales. And then as summer draws to a close, we will share your stories on Serial Spirits. If you have a story you'd like to send to us, You can either record yourself telling your own story and send it to us, or you can type it out for us to read on an upcoming episode. Once you've recorded or written your story, you can send it to us on social media, on Facebook, at Serial Spirits, or to me personally, Annie Weibel. You can also send it to me on Instagram, at Annie underscore Weeps. Or you can send it by old-fashioned email to AnnieWeibel at AOL.com. So, meet me at Camp Crystal Lake and gather around our proverbial campfire and share your stories with Serial Spirits Summer Camp. Now through the beginning of September, so don't wait. Send us your stories today. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's Serial Spirits for another Serial Short. I'm Annie Weebs. With summer winding down and spooky season quickly approaching, I wanted to take a look at some of the stories and objects in the paranormal world that fascinate me. By now, most of our listeners know that I grew up and still reside in southern West Virginia, right along the banks of the Ohio River. 
And for anyone who loves a good monster story, you know that this area has no shortage of creepy cryptid encounters. Today, let me introduce you to the legend of Ohio's Loveland Frogman. The story begins in 1955. A salesman traveling through the area of Loveland, Ohio, outside of Cincinnati along the Little Miami River, is stunned when he witnessed what appeared to be three frog-like creatures at the end of a dimly lit bridge. He described each of them as between three and four feet tall, with large eyes, leathery skin, no hair, and webbed fingers and toes. He claimed that the three amphibious creatures appeared to be communicating with each other. Then, as the salesman watched in amazement, he claimed that one of the beings pulled out a wand and waved it in the direction of his car, sending a stream of sparks behind it. The salesman hit the gas and flew away from the scene as quickly as he could, claiming that he smelled a bizarre, nutty smell in the air behind him. No claims of the frogman would come from the area for another two decades. In March 1972, police officer Ray Shockey was on patrol and driving through Loveland along the Little Miami River at around 1 a.m. when he claimed that he witnessed a large amphibian-type creature run across the road in front of his patrol car. As he stopped to watch the creature, he was amazed when it stood up on its two back legs and scurried over the guardrail, leaving deep scratches in the metal behind it. The next sighting would come two weeks after this one, on St. Patrick's Day. Police officer Mark Matthews was driving in the same area as the most recent sighting, along the river next to a boot factory, when he approached something large in the road. Thinking that the lump was a dead animal, he got out of his car to remove it from the road, but was terrified when the lump came alive and leaped at him. Officer Matthews drew his service revolver and fired at the creature, killing it on scene. Matthews loaded the creature into his trunk for further examination and to show Officer Shockey, who had told his fellow officers of the recent encounter. Both officers believed the creature to be an iguana, measuring in length between three and a half and four feet long, even though the iguana was missing its tail. They assumed that the animal was a pet that had outgrown its cage and was released by its owner. The legend of the Loveland Frogman would not be heard of again until 2016, when two teens playing Pokemon Go outside of Loveland on the banks of Lake Isabella. One of the teens, Sam Jacobs, stated that as they approached the edge of the lake, they saw a huge frog-like creature watching them. Jacobs then stated that the creature stood up on its hind legs before disappearing below the water. But before it vanished, Jacobs said he was able to take a brief video of the animal, which circulated around local news media. No sightings of the creatures have been reported since that time. So the Loveland Frogman, an overgrown pet, wand-yielding creatures from another dimension, or nothing more than a hoax. If you ever find yourself driving along the Little Miami River in Ohio, 
remember to look both ways before crossing that dark intersection. You never know what you might find. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to Serial Spirits. Please, if you like what you hear, feel free to rate and review the show. Five stars and some nice words go a long way in the podcasting world, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, bye-bye.